It felt like decades since she and Adam had travelled abroad with Thomas as a small child, loaded down with luggage, and constantly concerned about finding somewhere with changing facilities or being the victim of some sharp-eyed pickpocket. Back then, they had often been stressed by what now seemed trivial details. They'd had no idea how precious it was to have nothing serious to worry about. The petty things they had allowed to worry them now seemed so unimportant ever since Sonia had been caught in the snare. She was struck by how these past regrets were still so painful. Seeing children often sent her on a downward spiral like this. The older boy was seven, but was easily as big as Thomas, or the size he was when she had last seen him. He must have grown since. He seemed to add a few inches every month at the moment. The blonde with the Samsonite case had reached the check-in desk. Having the family in front of her gave Sonia the chance to make sure that the woman's silver case was checked in and slid onto the conveyor belt without a hitch. It was soon Sonia's turn at the desk and she felt her heart begin to pound. When she had first been caught in the snare, she had felt guilty about how much she enjoyed the fluttering heartbeat, the tension and then the feeling of well-being that followed. But now she knew there was no other way to do this than by riding the excitement, harnessing the adrenaline rush, and using it as a means to an end. It was those who couldn't take the pressure who trembled, their eyes flashing from side to side, and this was what got them caught. Those who stayed the distance were the ones like Sonia, quiet people with middle-class looks and a high stress threshold. And it didn't do any harm to be smart and cautious. Being cautious paid off. No baggage, the check-in attendant asked. Sonia shook her head and smiled. She handed over her passport, and once she had it back in her hand with her boarding pass, she could almost hear her own heartbeat in her ears, like the regular beat of a drum. Two. Thomas folded two shirts and put them in his bag. Then he decided to take the orange pullover his mother had given him as well. His father said it was a girly colour, but Thomas and his mother didn't agree, as they both knew it was the colour that the Dutch football team always played in. Dad knew nothing about football. He was only interested in golf. Thomas was actually relieved about this, because the few times his father had come to football practice, right after his mother had moved to Reykjavik, he had stood on the touchline, yelling ridiculous instructions. Tackle this defender or that one. Stop kicking like a cripple and not to run like an old woman. So Thomas preferred to go on his own. Sometimes, when there was a tournament, he would see his mother among the spectators, waving and giving him a thumbs up. He could see from her smile that she was proud of him and that she loved to see him running about the pitch, even though he never scored a goal. He hoped that one day, Dad would let Mum go with him to football tournaments so she wouldn't have to sneak in and watch him from a distance. She could be like all the other mums, with a snack in a box, and giving him a hug at half-time. Thomas took his Yahtzee set and put it in his bag. He had asked his mother last month if she wanted to play, but she said that she didn't have a set. Now he was going to fix that. He was going to leave it with her. Nobody at Dad's house ever played it anyway. You're not packing already? His father's voice was irritable, as it always was when it was anything to do with his mother or weekends with her. I just wanted to be ready, Thomas said, closing his case so that his father wouldn't see the game or the orange pullover. 
every time his father took an interest in the contents of his case, there was a problem. Thomas found it was easier to pack early, so that when his mother came to collect him, he could give Dad a quick kiss, say, I'm ready, and run for the car. 3. At the security gate, Sonia took off her belt and coiled it into the tray with her overcoat and shoes. The belt buckle was the only piece of metal in her clothing. She had already taken off her earrings and pulled off her rings and stowed them in the pocket of her overcoat. She knew there was no need for this, but she wanted to avoid any risk of a body search, even though the packet was secured between her legs and the security staff would never go as far as her crotch in a search. Being cautious paid off. No harm in being 100% certain. She held her breath as she went through the metal detector, even though she knew it wouldn't squeal. She gave the security staff a quick smile and then took her bag off the conveyor belt. There was nothing suspicious in there. Just.